all of my lovely, lovely spiritual beings having a human experience. I created this podcast in hopes to ease our minds, bodies, and spirits while enduring all that life has to throw at us. So guys, it has been a very, very long minute since we have last sat down to have one of our lovely daily talks. And I miss you guys so, so much. I hope you miss me too. And I hope you miss sitting down and debriefing about life and catching up and talking about all that, you know, the world has to offer us and all the wisdom that we have learned through our own personal experiences. So if you have not been here before, welcome to our lovely daily talk sessions. And if you have been here before, welcome back. I hope you're ready to buckle in because this one is not going to be a doozy. It's going to be a just a life-changing daily talk. Let's just say that. Like once we get into it, you guys are going to completely understand what I'm talking about. So, just to catch you up a little bit on how I've been, my 21st birthday is fastly approaching. It is November 20th. So, yes, today is 11:12. So, we're really really getting our way there. We're working towards getting there. It it it's coming. I am super duper excited about turning 21 and, you know, just being able to celebrate another trip around the sun, another year here on earth, sharing with my loved ones, meeting new people, growing and experiencing all the things around me that life has to offer. I'm super duper excited. Now, I can also say that I am a little stressed, you know, planning, trying to get things together to do a little something special and celebrate with my loved ones and friends. So everything is in the works. We're we're getting everything together. So, today's episode is going to be about breaking your rose-colored glasses. See, now this is what I meant by it's not going to be a doozy, but it's going to be something life-changing. Because I feel like whenever you talk about rose-colored glasses, it comes from a very, I wouldn't necessarily say dark place, but it does come from like a, a, I guess you could say like a dark place. It comes out of, from adversity it's it's a challenge like it's really something in your life that takes some time for you to be able to do like you have to sit in that space sit in those feelings and sit in that experience that situation and really really dive deep into healing and not everyone is able to do that not everyone wants to do that it's never easy healing is never easy healing is not linear so you're going to have your days where you fall right back in the same patterns or where you are forgetting all the growth that you've um accumulated along the way it happens we're all human you know it's just it's how life it is so here is my disclaimer before we get into it y'all please learn from my mistakes do not double back when your exes spin the block just let them pass on by access should be denied they don't even know who you are they don't know who the new you is and nine times out of ten if not ten out of ten They are still the same person who hurt you, left you before, or forced you to leave. You'd be doing yourself and saving yourself from a lot of heartache and doing yourself a big solid. Please. So just, even if you need to, baby, go back and re-listen to that disclaimer because, listen, I haven't been active with the podcast because honestly it wasn't clicking and we've talked about this before in one of our other um daily talks where if I don't feel that it's flowing I think it was the one about surrendering if I don't feel the flow if I don't feel the messages coming through I can't I can't record I cannot do it like the ideas won't pop into my head and I wish you guys could come take an inside look about how my podcasting process is like 
you know, coming up with new ideas for daily talks because it's just so creatively flowing. Like I'll be doing something or listening to another podcast or listening to music and or writing about something in my journal and it'll just it'll just hit me. Like something will pop into my brain and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's what I should talk about. Either it's a topic, it's a daily talk title or just a point that I could make. Or, you know, sometimes I'll just go on my list and look at old ones I have, but sometimes things just pop into my head. And those are the ones, those are the ideas, the talks that I always know are most um, important and most influential because they're the ones at the forefront of my brain. I have a million other topics put on the list, let me tell you. But sometimes instead of going to the list, things will just pop into my brain. And that's how I know that this is really what I need to focus on for this week's daily talk. And so here we are. I was having creative block. The things, the ideas were not flowing. Titles were not flowing to me. So I just kind of had to take a step back. Life was also getting a little heavy. So I was trying to manage that as well. And like, you know, trying to put my focus towards that. And I cannot produce if I'm not in a correct headspace, if I'm not in a positive headspace, because I really don't want to give that energy to you guys. I feel like me talking about things, it's not... I'm not connected to my higher self. I'm not connected to the greater that is and to you guys as a collective. So I really don't feel like I'm going to be able to give you the messages, the advice, the wisdom, the care, the love and sensitivity and empathy that I would be able to give you if I was in a much better headspace. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the expression rose colored glasses or taking off your rose colored glasses. But if you have not, which I'm sure majority of you have. It's basically, it can be described as when you're in a situation with someone else, I'll use this as a perfect example, when you're in a situation with someone else and they might be a narcissist, they might be manipulative, they might gaslight you, they might be abusive, and everyone around you sees them for who they truly are and they're telling you like, oh, you need to leave, like, I understand it's hard and you love this person, you guys have been through a lot, but it's a trauma bond at this point, like you're codependent. Um, or they're codependent on you, like this is not healthy, like it's holding you back, it's not allowing you to grow, yeah, blase, 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 like they just tell you whatever you really need to hear, and you're just making excuses for this person or saying, oh, they keep saying they're going to change, or like they're in therapy, like they're, they're talking, or you know, they don't hit me as much, or they don't cuss me out as much, or they don't call me the names they used to, or we've been together for so long, like, I'm, I'm sure they're going to change, or, like, I, I'm worth it, like, they're going to see my worth, that is a bunch of bullshit, okay, I'm sorry to tell you, it's a bunch of bullshit, we've all been there, I'm sure majority of us have been there, done that, experienced it, and really would rather not do that again, because I know I wouldn't want to do that shit again, so, this is when people would say, this person who is defending this other person, this abuser, has on rose-colored glasses. The tint of the glasses is making everything appear to be much sweeter, a a lot more colorful, a lot more loving and facade-like. It's it's changing someone's perspective and their perception of a situation or of a person and making it very distorted. Uh, Sweet little nothing, sweet little lies is what you could think of rose-colored glasses as. So, That's why today we're going to be talking about this because I definitely in my life have started to, not just started because this is something, you know, those lessons I talk about, we always come back to in life because healing is not linear. I cannot tell you the amount of rose-colored glasses I've had to break, (laughs) completely shatter, completely throw in the trash, throw at people sometimes. Like, I cannot tell you 
and express how many times I've had rose-colored glasses on and ended up having to take them off or destroy them or throw them at people. Because it's something that always happens. You know, there are a million people on this planet Earth that <clears throat> that don't um, show up as their their true selves, their authentic selves. There's a million and one people on this world that would try to hide their identity, hide that they're this mean or cruel, insensitive jackass because they don't want people to see that if people see that nine times out of ten you're not gonna fuck with a jackass you're not gonna want to be friends with a jackass you're not gonna want to be surrounded by them or or surrounded by the people they want to be around you're not gonna want to do the things that they want to do you're not really gonna want to interact with them so of course people come to you to your doorstep pretending to be somebody that they're really not hoping that you get comfortable and you start you know wanting their presence or just wanting to be around them or whatever the case may be and then by that time it's too late for you to really easily just walk away as swiftly as you would if it was still in the beginning stages. So let's get on to it. I would love for you guys to understand that you are the beauty you see in the world around you. We are the beauty that we see in the world around us. We are the authors and artists of the world we take space in. Our eyes, our spirit, and our experiences are the substances we use to create what we see in a day-to-day -day life. How we view people, how we view ourselves and everyday interactions is all fueled by what comes from within us, what we produce, what we put out. It's all because of us. Now, potential is nice, but it's the same thing as being almost there, on your way, but not quite there yet to your destination. When it comes to dealing with people, we shouldn't be taking the brunt end of their feelings because they're not at their destination. They aren't at their growth point, and it's not our responsibility to upkeep their image nor pour into their cup when it has holes and they have no upgrades. Whether or not someone is giving you rose-colored glasses or you're putting them on yourself, it shouldn't be the case. That should not become your reality. It should not be a distraction to who this person really is. It's not fair that we are taking the beauty out of ourselves, that we are robbing ourselves of truth, authenticity, happiness, joy, and peace to give it to someone else who is not deserving of it. If someone is willing to lie to you about who they are just to get up under you rather than just changing themselves and working through their hard shit, they're, they don't deserve to be around you. They don't deserve to have that beauty that you're giving off. They don't deserve to see what it's like to be loved by you, to be cared for by you, to be catered to. They don't deserve any of it. Let's just leave it there. So let's talk about a little bit about reality versus perception. This is where it really, really gets into, you know, the buckling down. Reality can be described as what is right in front of us, removing bias, feelings, emotions, and anything besides concrete evidence. Now, perception can be described as a story we tell ourselves based upon our feelings, emotions, personal experiences, and anything based off of opinions. When looking at the two, the biggest issue with wearing rose-colored glasses is it's all through our own perception. None of what we are telling ourselves we see is based upon fact. It's usually the art that we create ourselves and truly has nothing to do with others. Imagine putting on a pair of rose-colored glasses, okay? Imagine that the lenses are like this beautiful rose tint. It's, it's amazing. Putting them on is like something, a hue of reddish pink that you've never seen before. 
But along with putting on these rose-colored glasses doesn't just change the things around you and the way they look. It changes how you feel on the inside. It changes what you begin telling yourself. I feel like a lot of times when we put on rose-colored glasses, not only does the reality around us start to change and be distorted, but we also start to distort our view of ourselves on the inside. We start telling ourselves things that are probably most likely not true and we have never ever really identified with before until we put these rose-colored glasses on for this person or for this situation. It's one hell of a thing to do. We put on these glasses. The world looks different. But now we also feel different. We feel a little bit more isolated. We feel a little bit more unworthy. We feel a little bit more of an outcast. We don't feel like we belong. We don't feel like we deserve any happiness. We don't feel like we deserve love. We start looking at ourselves as a completely foreign object almost. It's not even like we're looking at ourselves as a soul or a person. We're like an object sitting on a shelf just waiting to be picked up by the person that we now are either afraid of, either don't, you know, care for anymore, don't feel connected to, don't feel appreciated by. It's just the whole nine, like just the instance of putting on on those rose-colored glasses and becoming a completely different person because you're signing up for lies. You're signing up for uh, an act, part one, part two. Who wants to do that? Why would anyone want to live not knowing who they're sleeping next to, who they're dating, who they're marrying into, who they're having kids with, who they're who they're becoming friends with. That's just something that we all deserve to know. We all deserve to be our authentic selves, but also meet other people as their authentic self. Even if, you know, they're not fully healed or they're not healing yet, I still want to meet you with all your bullshit behind you. I still want you at my front doorstep with all the bullshit that you bring with you because I want to know. Because I, as a human being, as a spiritual being, having a human experience, deserve and have every right to know who the fuck you are before I mix my aura and my energy with you. Just like everybody has a right to know who I am. When I come up to somebody's doorstep, bitch, you know who I am. I bring all my, all my luggage and baggage. Everything comes with me. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the indifferent, the uncertainty, all of that gets packed in one big ass bag and I'm lugging it down the street with me. I show everybody, you get a contract with me. You, shit, when I meet you, baby, here's the contract. Here's all the disclaimers, all the disclosures. Here's that NDA at the bottom. Here you go. Sign, sign right here. X here, here, here one more time, here again, and then next to this X and you're done there we go it's solid it's locked in i allow people to know who i am because i don't want anybody to fall into a situation where they have to put on rose-colored glasses to deal with me i don't ever think that it would get to a point where someone has to do that with me um not to be cocky or conceited but i really do think i am a great catch friend wise relationship wise shit a stranger on a motherfucking street i'm just it's a one every single time So it makes me sad and it saddens my heart that I know that there are so many other people like myself that end up finding themselves in situations like this where they are wearing rose-colored glasses and sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it until it's too late or you know sometimes we realize it because other people bring it to our attention and then we know okay like I gotta work through this. So something that I have definitely learned to do um 
that my therapist taught me that really does help when I feel like someone, like when I'm starting to take those rose-colored glasses off um, and seeing people for who they truly are is a concept called bookshelving. You bookshelf people, okay? Now, let me explain because I absolutely live by this concept. I love it. I use it till this day. I come back to it so many times. This is a concept that my lovely, lovely therapist, shout out to you, told me about and has to this day kept me on my toes with it is bookshelfing people. It's where you imagine a bookshelf and each shelf is categorized by your wants and your needs. Now you place people on different shelves based on the reality, I'll say it again, based on the reality of who they are and what they can provide you. This has helped me a lot when it comes to my expectations of others and how they may fall short. Book shelving them helps me know who I can rely on with certain things as well as look at people for who they truly are. If you're at the top of my shelf, I have one of the most genuine, loving, caring, and empathetic connections with people on my top shelf. I would do anything for them as I know they would do absolutely anything for me. It's completely genuine, 24-7, 360 all around. I never have to question the love or anything that comes from people on my top shelf ever. It's locked in for life on that top shelf, okay? I have, I even told my therapist, it was so bad. I was like, no, 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 no. Certain people that, if you go, if I could say you go on a top shelf, baby, you might as well just sit on my desk. That's how bad it is. Like, I'm going to need you all the time. We're going to need each other. We're going to be there for each other all the time. Now, if you're like categorized more so in like the mid shelving department, um, it's more so like, okay, it's a, it's a step down. It's not bad, um, or anything like that, but I may not come to you with as much as I would with people on my top shelf, meaning like, you know, to express myself or, you know, when I have accomplishments and stuff like these people on this mid shelf level are people that aren't necessarily able to efficiently do certain things when it comes to my my life our connection or you know our friendship I know not to call on them when I'm upset or I know not to tell them about like when good things are happening behind the scenes or you know calling them when I need someone to celebrate with because they might be a little bit of a downer in some cases now I said the people that were on like my bottom shelf when I, when I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was like categorizing each of these with me, like coming up for different expectations for each shelving department. When we went to the bottom shelf, we said, she was like, it, just think of this shelf as like the dusty one, the one that you don't really pull stuff out of. And I said, that might as well just be the trash because <laughs> there's no point. Like if you have to get all the way to the bottom of my shelf what would ever be the point of having a connection with someone at the bottom of my shelf? Like, there's just no point. Like, there's absolutely no point. So I told her, anytime I start seeing somebody's at the bottom of the shelf, baby, you're in the trash. Booted. Smooth as can be. Booted up out of here, okay? And I have definitely started to do this a lot more lately. I am trying to stick by myself my higher self and everything greater that is and surrender and you know allow things to happen in divine timing and trust the process trust the journey appreciate the journey for all that it is 
I cannot say this shit is not hard. And I also cannot say that it doesn't feel like you're going to completely be smushed and crushed under the pressure and the weight of the world and the weight of growth and becoming, you know, your true highest self. It feels overwhelming. It feels like a heavy responsibility. It feels like a heavy... Um, it just feels heavy. The energy, the vibrations of it, it just feels like so much to conquer, so much to claim. But nothing in life is easy. No path walked alone is is welcoming, is easy, is, you know, happens without fear. So I definitely do keep using this bookshelving concept because it has helped me so many times. I have definitely cleared off that bottom shelf quite a few times and chucked people in the trash and let it go out for the garbage because there was just no point of holding on. Like I always felt like if our views and beliefs are not aligning, there's just certain core beliefs and views that if I don't align with someone else or mine don't align with someone else's there's just I feel like no point of us being friends because I feel like and those are like gray areas almost and they shouldn't be like core values beliefs and views and principles of someone's life should not be a gray area in a friendship like those should be the bright and vibrant places like the places where you're bouncing off ideas from one another and you can sit and like you can make a podcast about how good you know, the conversation is and how good you guys are at bouncing ideas off of one another and just discovering different things and different perspectives and ways to look at things and look at life itself and one another. So I just don't do gray areas in friendships. I feel like either we're on the same page, close to the same page, in the same chapter, or there's just no point of us even being connected, being friends, communicating or anything of the sort. I just became really, really big on the company that I keep around me um it took me a while to get like that because I you know like I said was going through life a lot of times wearing rose-colored glasses looking at people from the potential that I saw in them or that I knew they could live up to but not necessarily seeing them for what they were showing me just because you see the potential in people it's not necessarily that you're making it up. Sometimes the potential that you see really is there, especially when you're a spiritual being and you're tapped in. You definitely see people's higher selves. You can feel that. Like It's like their higher self is speaking to you. And that's why a lot of the times it sucks being pulled along for other people's character development because you ultimately have to kickstart them. You're the one that puts them in the catapult pulls it back, sets it up, and then has to light the match and watch them go forth and you're left behind like where they just were. And it really does suck. I've always said that it sucks because you're ultimately sometimes, majority of the times, getting your feelings hurt, getting your heart stomped on or crushed, getting told like the most terrible narratives or things that you've ever heard someone say about you just for them to go off and do better or to go off and start healing or whatever the case may be. And nine times out of 10, those people always try to come back or double back to apologize, to make up for, or to just fuck around and play some more, depending on where they're at in their healing journey. That's why I said the disclaimer in the beginning, if your exes try to spin the block, please just don't let them. Like access denied, it's fine. Like I completely understand, trust me. I completely understand 
wanting to give people a chance to like show you that they've grown and shown you different. But like I said, people are fucking liars. Like I cannot stress enough. And I'm sure you guys already know people lie so damn much. Like I just didn't think people lied this much. I didn't think people were this full of shit to give, but they are. They literally are. So don't put it past anybody. These motherfuckers are crazy. Like they really are out here. I think believing their own lies. That's what the delusional part of it all is. Like you're out here lying and you believe your own lies. You are actually delusional. Delusional. I just don't know what else to say. That is delusional as hell. Cause I could not, that could not be me. But in the past, I definitely have worn rose-colored glasses for friendships, for family members, for, you know, situations that I was in, like, my life or things around me, um, for relationships. Like, I have definitely had my fair share of rose-colored glasses. But each time I started moving forward and growing, it was a lot easier for me to be able to take them off um, and see people for who they truly were. But it's also still hard to let go like once you see who they are it's also hard to let go of that that potential piece like you still see the potential you're not lying to yourself anymore about who they are you're being honest but you see the potential and you're just like damn like why are you not living up and leading up to what i see in you what i expect what i know you can do i see it i feel it so why don't you see it and why don't you feel it But this goes to show, like, what I said, it's not really up to us. Like, when you see someone's potential, you're not really here to save them. Maybe you're you're here to, like, put them on the right path, say the right things to them, show them the right things, teach them the right things, talk about the right things with them. But ultimately, nobody else can take those steps for them. They have to do it. Nobody else can sit down with their higher self and take those lessons in and write about them, read about them, talk about them you know, try to understand them. Like nobody else can do that but them. Nobody can take that journey for them. And that is the hardest part that I definitely feel like I've always run into. I've always been that piece of like getting people to their character development and getting them to realize like you got some shit here that you need to pack up and get rid of. Like you have some baggage that you really need to dig through and figure out what the fuck is going on with you and then move forward like it's been like that I've always been that piece to help people get to their character development so it always feels so shitty when and you know people lie like people put so many facades on the internet so I always hated like seeing people that I used to like know be friends with mess with whatever the case may be family even I used to hate when like we would go through something and I would be the one that got the brunt end of their feelings or you know their unhealed um life and all their bullshit that came with it their baggage it would always irritate me because everybody else is like making it seem like they're fine like after you disappear after you guys part ways they always 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 try to make that shit seem like they're fine it's all dandy like they don't give a fuck like they don't care like you leaving you missing is not anything like it's not a chip on their shoulder like they really just don't care it's not something that they see and whole time I'm over here or we're over here sitting hurt, like upset, crying, angry, ready to burn the whole world down, burn the city down, all because we were used as their character development and we don't even get a fucking thank you. Like, baby, this would not have happened if it wasn't for me. You would have never made it to this step, 
okay, you would have never, like, you just never would have made it here if it wasn't for me pushing you a little bit and helping motivate you to start working and moving forward. If I didn't bring the truth to your eyes, to your mouth, you weren't going to speak it. If I didn't bring the truth to your mouth and your eyes, you weren't going to speak it. That is crazy. Mm. That is so crazy. So after our bookshelving concept, let me just, you know, get into a little talking right here, okay? Okay, so I feel like, and I said this a little bit before, like earlier in my own personal experience, but I feel like there's really only one way to remove your rose-colored glasses, and that's to knock them bitches off, okay? It's always going to be a hard truth to accept who you have imagined or created someone or something to be. That's just the beauty of who you are, like I said. Removing them is one thing. But actually, healing from all the pain and stress that was caused when wearing them is a difficult road to travel. So please don't do it alone. Keep your people close. Keep your loved ones close. Keep yourself close. Wrapped in open arms. Anybody who isn't gentle with your healing or understanding of your experience should honestly be kicked to the curb. Not even not, bottom shelf material trash can. Anytime you hit the bottom shelf trash can immediately. So please, when you hear me say kick to the curb, it's bottom shelf trash can type of material. Okay, next. Thank you. Healing is already rough. Nobody needs an I told you so ass type of person. Baby, I'm not one of them people. I hate uh I told you so or you know, remember like I just I don't like that. I'm more of a do you need a hug? Like it's okay. It's all right. I'm here. What do you need? Like, I understand you're feeling low right now, but I don't want you to get down on yourself. Like, yeah, we may have talked about this before, but we're all human. Like, we all have to learn. We all have to go through things. Some people have to learn the hard way. Some people just do well with, like, getting advice and keeping pushing it forward. Like, but sometimes we just all need to experience things for ourselves. Like, sometimes we need to travel through that energy in order to learn. Someone telling you about it isn't enough. There's no energy. There's no vibration in that. Sometimes we actually have to go through the experience to feel the low vibrations, to feel the low energy, to mix with auras that we really wouldn't mix with on a regular basis, just to understand and to see, to feel, to know, and to trust. This is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not meant for me. So I try to never be a person that says I told you so I'm just kind of there with open arms every time for whoever so when it's time to let things die let them die there is no point in storing and clinging on to what doesn't want you you deserve to be wanted and kept not floating in the wind baby when I tell you let's get a little personal here guys okay so a lot of this is coming from an experience I just had myself. I don't want to get too, too close to detail because you can hear me smiling through the mic because I really don't want to say certain things. And then I know like I have close knit people that are watching and listening to the daily talks. I don't want people to start putting pieces together and start eating me up because I know some people will eat me up. I will get phone calls and I will get text messages and I will get ate up. So I don't want to do that to myself. But I love being honest and transparent with you guys. So let's get into it. So there was this girl. Okay, we're not even going to say she's a woman. Because women don't act like this. There was this girl. And, you know, <clears throat> we got some history or whatever. We got some history. 
and we just reconnected not too long ago and honestly I am big like I said before I'm big on allowing people like room and space to grow and you know like show me who you are I just don't do bullshit okay so show me who you are come to my doorstep as your authentic self and let me decide if you've changed enough for us to be cool to have a connection to be friends to mess with each other again whatever the case may be let me just decide for myself okay without the rose-colored glasses on clear lenses thank you so we reconnected because i was trying to see like okay what's up like let's see have we had any growth are we moving forward in life and to my not surprise okay we still haven't moved forward for real for real like i'm so genuinely confused actually i feel like this person we're gonna call her veronica okay we're gonna call her veronica i feel like veronica is pretty much still like in the same space as where she was way back when um i don't understand people i don't understand why they would rather you put on rose-colored glasses than to just work through their bullshit so they could be a better person in all aspects to everyone like shitting on good people does not get you anywhere it might get you somewhere in the short term but in the long term you just fucked yourself over because you just fucked over someone who's good-hearted who's genuine who's divinely favored and highly protected like you just you just like you just what the hell like i just i don't understand that part and i feel like i see this happen a lot like i see a lot of people because i do have a good amount of people that are highly favored and divinely protected around me and i see a lot of the bullshit that happens to the people that do them dirty and that's why i'm like baby karma got it baby she got you you are at the top of her list when it comes to me a lot of people don't make it onto the karma list that i have because i'm just not i'm not really i'm not i don't i just i guess i don't focus on that stuff for real for real but i think energetically speaking karma can always feel and tell when someone has really fucked with my energy to the point where like they belong on the list because it always just like intuition always tells me like it's okay they 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 getting it it's okay and it may not happen right away like a lot of the times we get like so caught up on like trauma i mean not trauma sorry we get so caught up on karma like coming back around full circle right now and that's really not how it works like sometimes karma wants people to get comfortable sometimes karma wants people to get in a space where they feel good where they they don't aren't necessarily thinking about you and that's when karma spins the block and does her big one every single time without fail karma spins the block and does her big one i've seen it happen so many fucking times in so many different people's lives and situations karma always comes back and does her big one not as fast as i would like her to sometimes because i'd be angry i'd be ready to get people like immediately like I'm pretty sure this is how most people are because nobody plays about their feelings. Baby, I don't play about minds. But also, I think it's the Scorpio sun in me that really just be ready to go, like, go ham, go crazy. Like, who y'all, I'm getting mad just talking about it right now, honey. Ooh. Like, I just be ready to just really get in people's ass. 
especially behind my feelings because it's just like I'm not even like that I would never do that to you it just be the principle of things so with the whole rose colored glasses thing I really just generally don't understand why people think that you're going to move through life keeping them on for them once I start healing baby the rose colored glasses are coming up off every single time I'm not keeping them on for anybody. I don't even wear them for myself. I show up in the mirror as who the fuck I am. And I work through that every single day, every time, every low moment, every tear. I work through it. I write through it. I listen to music through it. I meditate through it. I do everything I need to do. Cleanse myself, all of the non, all the, everything above, like literally the whole nine. So I don't know why anybody in this world would think it's okay for them to make us put on rose-colored glasses and show up for them. That's just not something that I want to do. And I feel like the girl Veronica, that's what she she just always seems to have this, this belief that I'm going to do that, and I'm not, because I'm not who I was back then. I'm complete, I'm a different person. Like, that's why I be saying people need to get to know you now. Like, show up to my doorstep as who you are now, because that's how I'm showing up to you. I'm not going to work being around me, being with me doesn't require you to wear rose colored glasses to to trust me or to appreciate me, to love me, to connect with me. No, you get to look at me for 2020 vision, full lens, clear lens. You get to look at me for who I am and the world that I have around me and in my world, in my space. So, of course, I always say I talk through experience and that's kind of where Veronica came into with this um, daily talk. I feel like. It all kind of started happening around the same time. Like I started having the idea of this episode being about rose colored glasses. And then. And then this whole sticky situation with Veronica started to get sticky. And I was just like, okay, like, all right. You know, spirit guides, spiritual team, you guys could have told me in a little bit of a different way that we were going to go down this path again. But um, this will suffice. It's it's fine. Character development, again, it's it's, it's cool. You know, I'm never going to get tired of it. Kind of already have, but it's fine. You know, it's, it's fine, guys. Like, you could have just told me in a dream. Okay? Also, side note, I want someone to comment down below or at least DM me on Instagram because I do post on there for you guys, like, after daily talks and everything. Have you guys been having any weird dreams or just like dreams that feel very, very real, like you're astral projecting? Because I have been having some really vivid, 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 vivid dreams of things that I'm certain, 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 certain did not happen, but it felt like it really did happen. Like it feels like a memory in my brain. It feels like my senses were all like being used in this dream but i low-key remember feeling like um a backseat passenger like i feel like i was it was it's crazy okay it's, it's really crazy so please let me know if any of you have been having like weird vivid dreams feeling like you're astral projecting or feeling like you have these things that you remember that really didn't happen you knew it was a dream but it felt so real I would love to know because I definitely have myself. Anyways, so back to Veronica. Veronica. So I just 
feel like in this particular situation, rose-colored glasses have been off for a very, very long time. I don't wear them in this connection. I do not put them on in this connection. I don't give a fuck if I was begged to put them on. I would not, okay? I wore them way, way too long, for too long. It costed, It cost me a lot. And I know I don't deserve that. Um, I'm worth a lot more than that. So I would never sign up to do that again. It's just that it irritated me when I took off the rose colored glasses. And you never had to wear them with me. Veronica, no. That ass, no. She never, ever, ever, ever had to put on some rose colored glasses to be around me, to talk to me to anything when it comes to me. I am who I am 360, 24-7. I'm always going to show up as who I am in that current state, in that current point in my life all the time, every time. So she knows she's never had to put them on with me. So it always baffles me why she always got to make it like I got to put some on. Like, girl, Girl, why can't you ever just show up as who you are? Like, I I genuinely just do not get it. And I also think that with this particular connection, how do you... How do you move past the point of like, okay, the rose-colored glasses are off, Now I'm trying to move into healing, but I'm also moving into grieving because now I have to grieve a connection that I thought could have been something different than what it turned out to be. I didn't sit here and look at me of Veronica and be like, oh my God, we're not going to be friends anymore. We're we're just going to, we're going to cut each other off. We're not going to be friends. We're not going to be cool. We're never going to speak again. That's, number one, not what I wanted. Number two, not how I envision things going. Um, Of course, it's a possibility when it comes to me. One thing I always live by is preparing. Like, what is the worst that could happen? Prepare yourself for it and then do it the fuck anyways. And if it happens, you've already prepared for it. You know what to do. And if it doesn't happen, then look, you just dodged a bullet. That's honestly how I look at life. That's how I go through life because I just feel like that concept works a lot better. It keeps you from harping over things that you really cannot control. And it keeps you from, you know, giving yourself unwanted anxiety and stress by running over the same thought or running over the same situation when you really don't know what could happen. You prepare for both possibilities. You do what the fuck anyways. And whatever possibility you end on is what you deal with. You've already prepared for it. So when it came to me and Veronica, I, like I said, I really didn't think we were going to run into a problem where, where we weren't on the same page. We weren't seeing, I wouldn't necessarily say eye to eye, but we just weren't on the same page. Like our energy was just not aligned. I really didn't think I was going to run into that problem because I was so upfront about who I am, what I wanted, what I was looking for, and how I felt about everything in general. Like it's not like I had on rose colored glasses for even five seconds, y'all. Ever since I took them bitches off with this particular friendship 
I have never put them back on. Like, that's just, I'm honest about it. Because when you start lying to yourself, when you put on those rose-colored glasses again, or in general, you allow the other person the opportunity to lie to you, to manipulate you, to gaslight you, to change your view and distort it even more of who you're perceiving them to be. And that's not fair. No one should have that much power in who you get to decide they are in your life or what shelf you place them on. That's not like, no, you're the only one that should be able to bookshelf someone in your life. No one else should be able to do that for you. I mean, they bookshelf themselves low key because, you know, they act how they act. And that's what you're basing that uh, this that decision off of. But ultimately, you're the one that gets to decide whether or not how they're acting and what they're doing aligns with what you want, what you need and what you're expecting. So with Veronica, I felt like the disconnect in my life was I wanted Veronica to be like a mid-shelfer, maybe creeping up to the top. Okay, maybe creeping up to the top. But this girl ended up being a bottom shelfer, trash can material. Like, this is actually crazy to me. It's crazy because one thing that I definitely do and have always done is give people multiple chances because like I said, I want people to be able to grow. I would want somebody to offer me that same kindness and decency to have changed. Like I wouldn't want anyone to hold me necessarily accountable or hold me to who I was way back in high school, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, even a little bit of 12th grade because I'm a completely different person than I was then. I've grown into something different. I'm a young woman. Back then I was complete. I was different. I was I thought different, I moved different, I loved differently. I wasn't fully my authentic self, I was trying to be, but also I had a lot of people holding me back from doing that. A lot of connections and things that I was putting my energy into instead of putting it into myself. And I had to learn to step out of all of that to become who I am today. So of course I would want anyone to give me the kindness to, and the benefit of the doubt to show who I am now, not to hold me to who I was then. So I offer people the same kindness, the same generosity and compassion that I would want them to give me. And allowing Veronica the space to show me that she was different, even when she said that she was different, and I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt, I still didn't see different. And that was the saddening and irritating part because it's just like, you ain't got to lie, Craig. All you had to do was just be honest about who you were. Mm, yeah, all you had to do was be honest about who you were. That's it. All you had to do was be honest about who you were. And then we could have saw where we were going to go moving forward. If I really wanted to be friends with someone who is doing X, Y, and Z and holding back A, B, and C or not able to offer A, B, and C, like... That should be my choice and my decision. Of course, we both have the choice whether or not we want to be friends and, you know, hold on to this connection or whatever the case may be. But ultimately, for me, from my personal experience and in my eyes and perspective, I would have wanted Veronica to be crystal clear about who she is now, what she was thinking, how she's feeling, what she wants, what she doesn't want, rather than to have to try to piece together that story myself. That's not fair. It left me with the brunt end on the short end of the stick, which I hate because I don't deserve that. And on top of that, 
it left me with a un uh, undignified deepening fiery irritation in the pit of my stomach like guys if i could tell you exactly what i was thinking what i've been saying these past few days they would lock me up okay they would lock me up i am so enraged by the fact that veronica had the audacity to enter my life with a bunch of bullshit and then try to dress it in a bow that's what got me just show up to people's doorstep as who the fuck you are allow them to decide what shelving they want you to put they want to put you on that's the only way a connection can ever truly be respected is if you're allowing someone to see you for who you truly are and let them decide that's the only way Okay, so moving on, we might have to swing back to Veronica because it might add into the last point. Also, I'm a firm believer in just because someone has hurt you. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I don't want to take it there. This this is just I'm getting triggered right now. I'm being triggered. Okay, I'm triggering myself. Just because someone has hurt you, that doesn't mean they don't love or care about you. In some cases, yes, I can say this is true, but in others, not so much. Sometimes people are so blinded by the demons or problems that they are facing in their own life, and we just become collateral damage along the way. The amount of times I've been a part of someone's character development and healing, whether intentionally or unintentionally, after all, we are all living life looking through our own pair of glasses, but we each have to work through having that tint before we can get to the clear seeing part. Before we look at the world and people we encounter for who and what they are. Guys, I just triggered myself so badly. <sighs> this is why I always talk about like in the beginning, I always put a disclaimer or something. Or I just talk about how it's going to be a doozy. Because like I tell you guys, this character development is for you, but it's also for me. All of this stuff is full circle hitting me. This, especially this episode, because this is something that I currently was going through. I'm currently going through. I'm not wearing rose-colored glasses, but in I am in a situation or have just left a situation or a cycle that I've been in before where I was wearing rose-colored glasses and now here the after effects of taking them off and still dealing with people um, like in connections that almost want you to keep your rose-colored glasses on or would much rather you you know wear them again or put them back on i'm just not going for that bullshit neither should any of you call me personally if you need me to lay you out because sometimes i be having to have people lay me out like i'll be like bestie listen girl and bestie she be on it like i can't lie bestie do be on it she don't be playing with me guys she be on my ass like it's so crazy it's lovely to have a best friend that knew me in my beginning growth stages like before I really started the healing because she sees the growth we see it in each other but definitely for me speaking from my personal experience right now she sees the growth she sees the amount of situations where I ripped off my rose-colored glasses and I honestly can say that with this connection with Veronica she is one of the people that I took them bitches off and chucked them at her ass. Because bitch, what the fuck? 
Why are you playing with me? Like, why does everybody want to do this? I be so sick of y'all. That's why I don't got friends now. That's why I have a small list of friends. Circle so small, bitch, it looks like a dot. The period at the end of the sentence. I cannot stress enough how peaceful it is once you start moving away from everybody because then you're not required to wear rose-colored glasses you don't run into people who are asking you to put them on or handing them to you or advertising these rose-colored glasses as a token of their appreciation bitch it's a lie okay a lie straight from the bottom hottest pit in hell the devil is kissing the floor in that room himself like yeah uh-uh and so with all of that being said, I hope you guys know that when you put on rose-colored glasses, you're not seeing the world authentically. You're not seeing the world how you deserve to see it. You're seeing it how someone else wants you to see it, which is not fair. We all deserve the freedom to see things around us for what they are and for who people truly are at the core and the root of their being. So like I said again, disclaimer please do not be like me and let people spin the block friendships relationships family members if you have cut someone else or someone off yes of course allow them the room to grow and show you who they are now but if you're seeing telltale signs that they are who they used to be or they're not all who they say they are now or your intuition is telling you nah fuck that bitch we gotta go listen to all of it because your body will not lie energy and vibrations do not lie patterns do not lie behaviors and actions do not lie words do people do people will tell you whatever the fuck they think you need to hear so they can get whatever the fuck they want from you and then yeah then that's it like you get the brunt end of their feelings and their emotions you get the short end of the stick and you end up the one feeling however you feel and they're dandy so uh, guys, I think that means we are ready to wrap up this daily talk because if we don't, I'm going to start spilling the tea and I'm going to get angry again. So we're just going to let it go, okay? But yes, I love you guys. I hope you took away so many good points from our daily talk today. I always love having these moments with you guys with all the transparency. I am going to have to try to find something soon where maybe we can do like... Maybe I should go live sometime so I can like interact with you guys a little bit more personally and hear what you have to say. So maybe keep your eyes open for that. If you haven't already followed the Instagram page, our Instagram page, then you should definitely go do that because I don't know why you wouldn't. We are on Instagram at Scorpio underscore XO. That is S-C-X-R-P-I-O underscore XO. We have a few posts on there. I haven't been super, super active with posting and stuff. Um, but, you know, we're entering a new year. Seasons have changed. My 21st is coming up. So we will definitely be doing a birthday um, daily talk edition. So please, please, please be prepared for that. My season is here. It is Scorpio season. One of my favorite, favorite seasons of the year. Also falling in fall. I absolutely love fall. It's not just because my birthday fall is like one of the most beautiful seasons I've ever seen in my life. I love how everything is changing, transforming. I love the weather too. Like it still gets warm, but it's not super cold and it gets chilly. So I can wear like boots and I can wear sweaters and like bundle up and stuff. Lovely. 
Also, super duper upset that cuffing season is approaching and my bedside is cold. <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right, guys. You know, maybe it's just not my season yet. That's fine. It's all right. I'm not going to cry or anything. But yeah, so I love you guys. And now that we're wrapping up this daily talk, you know what time it is. It's time for our mindfulness moment. All right, get comfortable. I'm already sitting in a comfortable position, so I'm going to wait for you guys. Give you a few seconds. Okay, clear your mind a little bit and get ready to take our deep breaths. All right, you ready? First deep breath. Here we go. Take it in. Let it out. All right, another one. Let it out. Okay, last one. Take it in. Let it out. All right. I love you, love you, love you, my lovely spiritual beings having a human experience. I hope you guys have been doing well since our last daily talk. I hope you took away so many good points from today's episode. And I hope if you have been struggling with any of this, I hope this has brought you some comfort. I hope this has made you feel so much better and help you open your eyes and break those fucking rotis colored glasses. If you still are wearing them or have anyone that is forcing you to wear them, take those bitches, shatter them, and chuck them back at them and tell them that I said to do it and that Nakaya said middle finger to their face because they don't deserve you, your light, or your love, your caring, kind, genuine heart, or your pure, loving nature. They don't deserve any of it. You deserve absolutely everything that is amazing and beautiful in this world. I love you so much. I love you immensely, abundantly. I'm sending you so many prosperous energy and vibes. I'm sending you all positive, all positivity. And lastly, I am sending you all of my wisdom from this episode. Please take off those rose-colored glasses and know that I'm always here to talk if you guys ever, ever, ever need to talk about anything, any recent daily talks, any past daily talks, or even something that you might want to hear about on your own. I hope you have been taking care of yourself and being safe. This is it. As much as I would love to sit here and talk for hours on this mic and keep talking to you guys, I have some things I have to attend to. So I'm sending you much love, kisses and hugs, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.